welcome to Get Into Games On Air, a podcast about board games and the people who play them. Hello, my name's Craig, aka Get Into Games on Instagram and all those good things. And joining me, as ever, at Mrs. Get Into Games, Rebecca. Hello. Hello. It's been a busy week. It has. We've done lots of board games. Board game meetups. We've done board game meetups, we've done board game playing, and we've done... um. Yeah, lots of board games. Yeah. Very exciting. Um, this week as well, we're three weeks away as of recording to Aircon 2024, and it's getting exciting because convention season is upon us. Mm. The sun is shining slowly but surely, and conventions will be happening all over this fine land. So, And other lands. In this episode, episode eight a look forward to Aircon. We are going to talk about our gaming week, as always, the games we played, the groups we played with, um, and all of the good stuff that we did there. Uh, we are going to be talking about conventions in general um, and why the Aircon might just be the perfect convention for you if you've never been to a board game convention before. Then we will get into what is hot for 2024 at Aircon, all the events, people that you can see, games you can play, and all the things that you can find there. Um, and then we've got a new thing that we'll be doing slightly towards the end of the show. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'll leave it with that. We'll, we'll do that a bit later. So, uh, yeah, so what what exactly has hit our table this week? So, when we finished the podcast last week, we immediately down tools, down tools and rushed to play some BGO with our good friends Brad and Susie. We did. And we played Melem for the mm. first time. They taught us how to play that. Melem. You had some issues with the old computer. Yes. But I, I really enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed the game. I, I find the uh, BGA implementation of it a bit erratic. Um, especially on my computer, it was going. It was just your. Computer. It was going mental, um, so I ended up having to close the laptop and go I'm on sure my phone. These lovely people do not want to hear about that. They do, they do. But it was a, it was it's it's a good kind of push your luck dice placement game with some um, castronauts, are they? Catstronauts, yeah. Cats, cats. That I can't say it. Catstronauts, yeah. Um, that do certain actions when you choose them to send. Yeah, on they've all journey. got their own like abilities, haven't they? And it's when you choose when to use the cats that have the specific abilities. So everyone's got the same abilities. A bit like Libertalia, where you've got all got the same cards, but you're choosing when to play those things. You're choosing your best tactic to do that. But then there's also the pushing your luck of the dice to try and get the ship as far up, and then yeah. drop off your cat. I, I like it, and I have seen the artwork for it in real life. So the two things together, I think it's yes. definitely one that I would like to have it's in my collection. It's a nice one. Uh, we also played Sabata and King of Tokyo with them. Yes. Then, King of Tokyo, was a good, that was a really good game. That was really cool. Um, I love King of Tokyo. So good. Uh, then on Monday, we played some Chai, and then we played Caper for the first time. Yep. Um, in real life. In real life, because we have played it on BGA, but we've finally got a copy of it, um, and I I do really enjoy it. 
that I, kind of swapping the cards and when do you take a card so that the, your opponent doesn't get it and will yeah. it help your strategy out or will it hinder your strategy and yeah. I can see that one where working its way up to be like one of my favorite two player games because it's just is yeah. so good there's loads of and, and the fact that it comes with four like main destinations so it mixes up the I don't think it needs it but it mixes up the cards and the characters and the, the thieves and criminals that you you use so I, I I like that I like that touch and then leading on from the thieving uh theme we then played the art project again. yeah and then we played a couple of new games new small box games mm-hmm. that we were sent uh Drow Polter Yes. Which is a game about having five items in your hand and then you turn over a card and you have to uh, drop the specific specific items items on the card, um, which is fine the first time. But then if you win, you get these really tiny little bells and you have to try and collect five of those. But as you're trying, they then go into your hand as well. So as you're then trying to drop the next lot of items these bells fall out of your hand and it's frustrating yeah it's really it's it's a really cool idea and you sort of have to drop the um you drop the the items that match on the card and then you have to scramble to grab the the ghost oh yeah the ghost um that's in the middle of the table which again makes you almost drop the stuff that's that's still remaining (laughs) in your hand um it's it's a really good it's, it's an oink game um that was sent to us uh kindly by our friends at hachette uh, UK, which was um, yeah, it's a really good one. And then we played Rafter Five, which is also another small box game. Yeah, it's another oink game where there are these five different shaped meeples who are standing on rafts, which are cards that look like planks of wood. And on your turn, you pick up one of these people, place a new plank of wood, put the person down, and a little treasure. And, of course, as you do this and more planks of wood go on, it gets more perilous. And if any of the other people's treasure falls into the water, you have to collect it. And if you collect five of other people's treasure, then you lose the game. It's a really interesting kind of dexterity. So it's 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 basically reverse pickup sticks. So if you've ever played that game, like pickup sticks, where you <laughs> drop all the sticks on the ground and you have to pull the sticks out oh, without yeah, yeah, yeah. them all falling everywhere, it's the reverse of that. You're trying to lay these cards but you're trying to lay them in like a tessellate them in a pattern enough that they go over and under and over and under each other so you know which one to lift up that they're all mm. counterbalancing the weight and then you pick up the wrong one and everything just falls down oh, no, that's me so i picked up one and everything just went flying yeah. across the room <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. I, it, that's quite a fun it's a fun little little game we um then had a well we played next station tokyo by ourselves but then we had a games day with our next door neighbours but one but they're also on instagram aren't they? yes they are so what's his handle mr, mr. D, D chips yeah um so they came around and we played some deception murder in hong kong which i love more and more as we play it yeah um it's, it's a bit so good. it's the game that you can play if you can't play clock tower you can play deception murder yeah, in hong kong definitely. it's got i i just i think we've spoken about deception before it's it's got that level of social deduction people lying and that kind of thing to try and put their put the the heat on someone else but also that level of the person who's quote unquote storytelling actually having a puzzle to solve yeah. having a code names esque 
I need to give these specific clues to lead the people to the right direction to catch the thief that only I know. Um, it's really good. It's and we've got the we've got the expansion. We haven't had the chance to really play it with a huge player count. I could think that could be so good. Yeah, playing with a lot of people over three rounds and it's quick though as well so you can play like multiple games well we did we played two games didn't we? we did we played fun. some kites which is always good fun with lots of people and a bit chaotic yeah chaotic um corporate a cooperative game of flying kites in a we played um everdale with them yep we did just, just normal base base, base everdale with a bit of a bit of uh new leaf because i can can't be bothered to take the other cards oh, yeah. out of the deck to change them and then we somehow managed to play one, two, three, four, five, six games of Blood on the Cocktail. Yeah. Because a lot of them ended very, very quickly. Yeah. Some of them were Doom games. We um, played a lot of, we played, I think four of them were Blind yeah. Trouble Brewings um, um, or Trouble with Violets, which are, uh, for people who don't know uh, or do know about Blood on the Cocktail uh, but don't know what a Blind Game is, a Blind Game is essentially the storyteller. Um, Picks the the names the the characters out of the hat and choose it and has them put around the grim, but um, never actually tells the players what role they have, um, and it adds an extra layer of spiciness and an extra layer of of uh, intrigue and puzzle because they don't know who they are. So then we had another games day the following day with uh, Julie and Ali. Their hand with. Uh, at Julie ninety three, three ninety three, I think. Yeah, um, Julie with a G and an I, where and a U we played and an L and a Y. A game that will go down in the annals history. of time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we played Everdale with most of the expansions. Um, the only thing we didn't add was Belfare, I believe. Yep. Only thing we didn't. Yeah. So we had Spirecrest. We had uh, Misslewood. No, we didn't. We had New Leaf. Yeah, Spirecrest and Pearlbrook. Yeah, and it was epic and it lasted three hours and it was amazing and it didn't seem like we were playing for three hours, to be honest. No. It went really quickly it and was, I really enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, every, everything just, it just worked so well with all of the expansions added, tagged onto it. Um, I think maybe we didn't go into Pearlbrook as much, but it gave you an extra thing to extend your your turn Having the return tickets that you get from uh, New Leaf yeah. really helps give you a bit more to do in that first uh, initial round. It in that first season, it's it's it was so good. Um, I think there's a whole episode on Everdale and expansions. Well, I think we said we're going to wait till we get Misslewood and then we'll yeah do, do an a full episode on Everdale. a full Everdale episode yeah uh, we played some more art project and then we taught them Raiders of the North Sea which was yeah. nice to get that one out again yeah Raiders of the North Sea is just a it's just a perfect um, worker placement game with it takes a bit of getting used to though I felt like um, the first time you play it you don't necessarily know how to be Strat- that successful maybe strategy is yeah. a thing because you can. Try and go out and raid, but then you're, um, you're you basically it's a really cool mechanism. If you place a worker and then you pick up a worker, so you always have one worker. You don't have like a full set. You place a worker on one action, take the benefit, then lift a worker from a different uh, space and take that action, getting that benefit. 
um, and then you can go off and raid. But it's where the, and part of the other ring of when you raid, you get goods, and then you can go and give offerings away. And it's it's a balance of when to go raiding, how many because you can go raiding and you can think of these big brain plays, and then someone's just doing offerings, 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 getting oh, all these little ones. Someone could kill off your hero. Or kill off your hero. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Which is um, what happened to poor Ali. Yes. Um, but yeah, there's so there's a load of um, cool ways, but you can be playing and then someone can kind of end the game quickly by clearing out that offerings mm. track. But yeah, it's, it's Garfield games doing what they do best and that's make brilliant games. We... Um played some Carcassonne and we taught our eldest how to play Santorini so that's come out a few times yeah so I haven't we haven't Santorini is one that just sits there it's always in the collection it's always an old faithful but it just sits and we well, don't we always play it we were amount. talking about it when we were playing it and I don't like it with the cards I just like good old-fashioned you know not old-fashioned it's not old-fashioned um just the straight Normal game move is person, enough build, difficulty for me, a bit like chess. Move, yeah. build, somebody stops you from build. doing something. When you get the powers that are asymmetric, it then gets really complicated and I don't like it because I can't... Um, I, can't. Yeah, I do think some of those god cards are a bit overpowered. Um, a lot of them have like differing abilities, but I think some of them really can be a bit like overpowered. Yeah. You have to know how to use them, don't you? Yeah, I mean, that's with a lot of asymmetrical games. I think it's the balancing is based on your knowledge of using them more than them fe- they feel unbalanced. But if you really know how to play as something, it's yeah. like the root yeah. thing. If you really know how to play as the Eerie, you can play really well as the Eerie. But when you play them against the Marquis de Cat, you feel like, actually, this is really unbalanced. The Marquis can just do everything and Eerie are really a struggle. But if you know what you're doing, then... I just like a level playing field. (laughs) Yes, that is that makes life a little bit easier. But yeah, and that's the beauty of Santorini. I think is being able to add those things and um, take them away. Yeah, we've played some Number Nine. We've played some Seven Wonders Architects. Um, Then I had a bit of a board game arena soiree with Mm. Brad and Susie while you were at work yesterday. So I played some Momlem. We played spots and after us and see on paper. Mm-hmm. And then today, before you went to work, we tried out Ecosystem Savannah and Ecosystem Coral Reef. Now, I wasn't expecting very much from these because I thought, oh, it's just going to be more ecosystem. However, I really like the Savannah one. Yeah. I think Something so. about it just clicks with me. I get the idea of the animals being part of the ecosystem. Some get turned over because they get eaten by the lion, etc. Um, and I can see the ecosystem at play in it. And yeah. then uh, the coral reef one, you get points for how many predators and prey. And um, what's the other one? Can't remember. The, yeah. Um, and then you score your lowest one again. So it makes you try to have an. Sort of a balanced ecosystem so that adds another little uh, dimension to the ecosystem game. So I actually was thinking, well, we don't need those. And now I'm like, they're not leaving our collection. I really like them. Yeah. So ecosystem from Genius Games. Um, it's a really small box. You get these little cards um, and you sushi go style, pass them around. You take a card, pick a, take a card, 
um, pass the pile on and you, you go round and round and round. You do round one, one round of 10 cards and then you do another round of 10 cards going in the opposite direction. Um, and yet you're playing, you're making this tableau in front of you that needs to be five by four square. It's just Five by four rectangle. Sorry. Five, five by four rectangle square. <laughs> um, it's a square because they're longer. Not a square. It oh, is because they're I'm longer square. one way the cards than the other way. So the top okay, ends. Are, five so, by four does not. So a fi- say square. A lovely something. five by four square um, of aminals. That's not mathematically um, correct. And yeah, it's it's a lovely looking game. It's mm. really it feels it's like got that Cascadia feel to it. Like you're trying to get your animals in these specific places in this specific way to score them in their best way. Um, you do, you know. No, I wouldn't say it was Cascadia, but yeah, yeah but I that's what you're it. trying to do in Cascadia. You're trying to get your animals in a specific way to score points. It's okay for me to have a different opinion to you. I know, I know. It's okay for you to be wrong, but that's so that's <laughs> acceptable. Ooh. Anything else? No, no, no. That, they were the games we. They played. were the games we played, yeah. and that was a good. Yeah, so it was a good week for board Gaming. games. Um, yeah, and hopefully we can carry that on this week. Um, yeah. So yeah, um, just around the corner now is the beginning of convention season. That means all the fun things are happening. We get to see lots of people. Uh, we get to play lots of games. And we get to see the new stuff and shiny, shiny things. Um, and in three weeks' time um, is Aircon 2024. Um, we went to Aircon for the very first time last year. We did. And we nearly didn't. We, we nearly didn't. We, we so we, the previous year we went to UKG and loved it, um, but we we're always a bit reticent and a bit scared of bringing small children mm-hmm. to there because it's big uh, and it's tiring and um, it's busy. Whereas, so we heard lots of good things about Aircom um, and its popularity, and a lot of them it's it's smaller. So it has one main room for like trade hall and then it has his library and, and mostly it's open gaming. Mm-hmm. So we decided to test with the kiddos and take them all the way up to Harrogate in the north of sunny old Blighty in the snow, um, set off at five o'clock in the morning or whenever it was. Well, because drive. we were going to go on the Friday, weren't we? We were, yeah. We were going but, to stay up the night on the Friday. Um, there was uh, lots of snow. Yeah. So we weren't sure whether we were going to actually go or not. No. So we did. We got up very early, took a drive down there, parked in the car park. Luckily, the hotel was near to the car park. And, um, yeah, Yeah, it was good. I really enjoyed it. And it was good to take the kids because they could experience what it was like to be in a convention and see all the games, but it was contained to a room. And then we were able to go and find a seat sort of perched there for quite a while we took some games to play with the kids yeah and then we just went and got food when we fancied it and then occasionally you might take one of the kids off to go and have a walk around or, or i might take the kids off to go walk around or we go off by ourselves yeah um it was kind of there was less to worry about when I, when we then later took the kids to ukge you have to watch where they are all the time and yeah, you know, it's so busy. The, it's very busy, crowds, etc. But there were loads of tables, um, and it was just a very relaxed entry into the convention scene. Yeah, definitely relaxed is how I would uh, best 
describe it. It was it's it's just really nice that you can just kind of set a base camp and then go about your business and stuff like that. And I, I must admit, the food vendors were probably the best conventions food that I've ever had. Um, all the little trucks outside, the pizza trucks and all the different mm. things was very, very good and reasonably priced as well. So it wasn't too expensive. So it's a good, yeah, it's a good place yeah. to go. Um, is. Conventions are a good way to play some games and some game conventions, they have uh, libraries, uh, which are really cool ideas mm. at conventions because you can try the games out and stuff like that. I just, I just wish that there was a way that I could try games before I buy them more often, like in, in real life. Like I could just, you know, try them out um, and then see if I like them. And then if I don't like them, you know, send them away. If I do like them, then I know that I like them and I can buy them. And that's the experience I get from uh, from <laughs> conventions because of the libraries that are always there. Um, and there was a really good uh, company that did a, a library. And I, I can't remember was the name. Did they, they did the UKG? They did the library for UKG in the Hilton. In the Hilton yeah, mm, and I can't yeah. remember just the name of the company that that did that. Is. is it is it the one that sponsors this? Sorry, what is it the one that sponsors this podcast? Pardon? The one that you every week seem to forget. I'm confused. What are you? What do you mean? Are you you're communicating Have with me? You ever wished you could try every game you want before you buy it? Yes, I just said that. Ever think you've got too many games on your shelf? Uh, yes, regularly. You've only played a couple of times or maybe not at all? Yeah, that's definitely true. Ever think, geez, I've run out of space again? Yeah, yes, every every, every day. Yeah. Well, Rent, Shuffle and Roll can solve these problems. Can they? Yeah, they oh. can save their subscribers money every month versus what? buying their games new or secondhand. Buy any game you love from your subscription at a discount and never have space issues again when you send all your unloved games back. Try a month at 50% off with code GITG50 and see the value for yourself. That sounds good, doesn't it? Well, so they, so the listeners here yeah. can go to rentshuffleandroll.co.uk. Yeah. They can type they in the code. Save themselves money. They can type in the code GITG50. Yeah. And save themselves 50% of their first month. Yeah. Of their Rent, Shuffle and Roll and they just, experience. And they can just try it. And if they don't like it, they don't have to carry on but i bet that they'll save themselves money and they'll think this is a brilliant idea so that sounds really why good. not try it yeah so why not head over to rent and try out some of the amazing games they have on offer using the code gitg50 to get yourself 50 percent off your first month mm. so it's three weeks away it is aircon aircon 2024 now, the first thing I would say about... Harrogate. Oh, sorry. I interrupted. My bad. <laughs> Carry on. Aircon. Yeah? Yeah. That was it. Okay. The first thing I would say about it is it's fairly reasonably priced. I think you mentioned that. Mm. But um, I did a little bit of research just for the people at home in case they were thinking... Because it was my suggestion we do this podcast now. Yes. To give people three weeks to decide to come and then they can meet us in real life. You can get your tickies, get your tickies, get your little tickies from the website. For four days. Four days. For an adult, it's £55. Now, whatever days you go, the children are free, which I think is absolutely brilliant. Yeah. So we don't have to pay for the kids at all. No. Other than to feed them and the hotel. But, you know, 
I think that's really good. Yeah, it is. Um, so a four-day ticket costs £55. A three-day ticket costs £50. A weekend adult ticket costs £41. If you want to go on Thursday, it costs £7. Friday, £18.50. Saturday, £22.50. Sunday, £18.50. Like, that is that's pretty good value. Pretty reasonable for going there. I know you'll have to buy food, but you're getting the experience of a convention. Yep. Um Getting to play games with your friends if you meet up with people, or it's actually the kind of place where you could meet up with people you don't know. Yeah, and just join a table. I feel like yeah, because one of the it's got yeah. that family vibe. It does indeed. Yeah, definitely. Like it, it's it's so good. It's so like amenable to anyone. You could rock up on your own. You could play games. They've got that lightsaber um, thing for the tables the, yeah. that you can put on the tables. So if you're looking for players. And you've got uh, you're trying to play a game, a five, four or five play game, and you're looking for players, and you can get a light lightsaber from the vendors. Pop it on the table, it lights up. They know, then you know that that table are looking for gamers. You go to that table, you join in the game. Um, you bring your own games, you buy games. There's so much choice um, to do that, and then that's what's and that's what's great. Why it doesn't matter whether you go on your own, whether you go with your family, and and especially with kids essentially going for free, like. Take your family, have a have a family day out and play board games and yeah, just have a We're great time. We're not sponsored by Aircon, we just think it's a great thing. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I actually really like the story of how it started, yep. Aircon. So it started when um, the guy who organised it, Mark, his missus went away on a friend's hen weekend. He decided to have a few friends around to play some games and partake in some other gaming activities. He set up three tables, a schedule of events, and got a sponsor, and so Aircon was initially in his flat. Yeah, and then obviously it got bigger and bigger, um, and it is what it is today. But I like the idea that it was just a few friends getting together, and now it's a lot of friends getting together. But it really does feel like all of the people who turn up could be your friends. It's just yeah. very nice. It's like a it's like a family community, it and, is. and I think that's one thing that. No matter what board game convention you go to, it's a it's a, such a strange experience. Like a lot of people um, are nervous when going to any sort of board game convention, UKG, Essen, all these things. But the one thing that everyone has in common is their love of board games and their love of the hobby. And it's so it's it, it's almost surreal to go to a place where everyone is just so nice yeah everyone's no one's there's no hustle and bustle yeah there's so many people but everyone's patient with each other everyone everyone's there for the common like love of the hobby so and everyone's just so nice and they just get on with everyone it's it's a really good all the love in the room yes lots of loves so um aircon is now partnered with what you played yes um which Kind of when we were get starting out in the hobby, we watched a lot of Watch It Played videos on teaching us how to play games. And yeah. I think still now, if we need to quickly learn the rules to something, we will go to Rodney's videos. Rodney and, is always there. And so, you know, that's cool. And last year we did spot them. Yep, we did. Um, so that was cool. But they've got some events. So they've got a, a Euro Thrash Throwdown which is an inventive quiz hosted by Paula and Matthew. It says, supercharge your gaming brain with questions and surprises. So that sounds cool. That's on the Friday. There's a giant strike tournament um, on the Saturday at 10.30 a.m. 
There's a Failing Forward Gaming Occurrence show on the Saturday at 2pm. And I have a surprise for you. Do you? Yeah. What's the surprise? So when I was researching for the show, I went on to the ticket thing. And I booked tickets for that show. Oh, cool. That's exciting. So um, that's with the Watch It Played team. I don't know which um, which people are in the Watch It Played team, but I thought that might be quite cool to do on a Saturday. So that's we've, I booked that. Sounds fun. And they've got a Played Air Day on Saturday. So um, they suggest everybody dressed up in their, oh, it's plaid, plaid, um, plaid items yes. and raise money for um, charities. Cool. So that's quite cool. So, yeah, so there was a little surprise Lots for you. So that was very good. exciting. Um, they also have some, um, I don't know, famous faces in the world of board gaming. Mm. They have Ivan Brett from The Traitors. Oh, yeah. Um, he's running a game called Entropoly. Nice. Which sounds really interesting because it says the audience makes the rules, all of them, until the time runs out or the whole thing breaks down. Fair enough. But he's also running some clock tower. I do know that. There's a guy called Jasper Cartwright. who's doing some RPG. He's from the Three Black Halflings. And a guy called Paul Foxcroft. Who's doing some RPG at Aircon. So that's quite cool. And then I've heard of these people. But I've not seen them. The Jolly Boat comedy. I've heard people talk about them. Apparently they're very good. Yep. And then from uh, YouTube. Johnny... Ciadini mm-hmm. um, is doing a D&D panel show, so mm. if anybody's interested in that kind of thing, um, yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's like there's lots of events, so there's lots of time away. Like You can play board games with your friends, you can go do the events, you can you can do loads of different things. But we didn't do any of the busy. events last no. time, so I thought it might be nice to see a different side to uh yeah definitely i think there's a lot of a lot of things that we a lot of time people miss them as well it's just it's there's so much to do well we didn't know where they were did we but there's like halls upstairs and all sorts yeah um they've also got they're running board game pub quizzes there's a family zone with an inter-school tournament there's an introduction to war games um two thin coats are doing a paint and take um session so you go for 45 minute sessions and you can go and pay a, a miniature we saw them doing that at the boldly game yeah yeah, it, was uh, it looked really cool uh there are a few mega games going on so there's um mega karuba and uh number 90 oh wow um so that sounds fun and there's meant to be a sagrada event and a vampire masquerade blood feud mega game uh they've got the locked room murder mystery um some giant games we did see these last uh time uh we saw the giant suro didn't we yeah but they've got a giant sized version of hey that's my fish this time that's cool i like that game the one with the penguins yeah um and then they're also doing an introduction to beer tasting some of these things are free and some of them cost a little bit of money but all i'm sure will be fun and then there are some tournaments. You nearly got involved in one of these. Well, I still might get involved in oh, one of them. I don't oh, know. Alana would be so impressed if we did. Yes. Um, <laughs> there is the Dodo World Championship. Yes. The Dodo World Championship. Yeah. Teams of up to four players. It's a family event. Um, 
So, yeah, that would be cool. And it's free to enter. Yeah. There's, as I said, the Giant Strike Tournament. There's a Crokinole Tournament. There's meant to be, um, but that you can't book it at the moment, a Star Wars Unlimited Tournament. That would be great. And Hachette are going to show you how to play. uh, No, sorry, Asmodee are going to show you how to play that at their stand. Sorry, not Hachette. As always. That's because the next thing is a Hachette Tournament underneath. Nice. And then there's a Hive Tournament as well. Yeah. So yeah, so loads of tournaments. Yeah, of loads of to get involved in. It's with. not just you know the stores, and it's not just the open game. And there's lots to yeah, lots to run. I mean, I mean yeah, the stores unlimited stuff looks great from Asmodee as mm. well as and the yeah the Dodo World Championships. Yeah, Dodo's great. I think you should get involved. Dodo's always great. Um, yeah, I might uh, drop young Nikki a message. Mm, yeah. Sort Why not? Why but not? I think I think that this year we need to see what we didn't see because yeah. there's at all, at all conventions there's not possibly time to do everything. But I think if we can try now that we know that the kids enjoy yeah. board games and can be kept occupied, we can get involved in a few of the other bits yeah. and pieces. We might even. Do a bit of a podcast. Yeah. From Airborne. We might do some recordings and some chat Yay. chats to people. Yeah, it would be nice. But yeah, it's 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 really nice. And and I think if you're in within like a board gaming community like we have on Instagram, you get to see people from like the north of England and, and around that we don't always get to see in the south or the Midlands. Um, which is always nice, but as I said before, it, it's it's just a good place to meet new people or see some familiar faces mm. um, around. And, and I'm very much looking forward to it. Yes, and we'll be there. I'll be there doing standing around and playing games and saying hello. Yeah, so come on, say hi if you're there. If you see us, say hello. Um, if you don't see us, don't, because they can't. Well, obviously. And we get to go to Warhammer World on the way home, but that's <gasps> not the point. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I I really excited to to ex- experience Aircon again. I think last time we bought quite a few like big games with us. I think what would you say to people if you if you were if they were going and they wanted your a, a tip or advice of what would you take or what would you not take or what what would your advice be? I mean, I might suggest maybe not necessarily bringing big bags of games i mean there's plenty of people do that but i probably wouldn't necessarily we bought quite a few games last time we went and some of them like big i think we bought like things like flamecraft and stuff with us but i think we ended up playing some of those smaller games than anything Um, we were very close to the um venue last time in the hotel but our hotel is a bit further out so we're not going to be able to come back and forth with the games no so i do agree with you that um you really should take smaller box games that you can carry around in a backpack, etc. Because once you found a table, it's fine, but you don't want to be lugging. lugging a big and also, you know, there's plenty to play. A lot of the stalls have um, games that you can try. That's where we tried in the footsteps of Darwin, Darwin wasn't it? the first time, yeah. And there, there's loads to do, and and lots of people will bring games that you can get involved in. So, yeah, I would agree with you. Um, my other top tip is definitely uh, check out the food. Yeah, yeah. the poutine fries were particularly nice, nice last time. Yes, um, and it wasn't too badly priced. 
Yeah, I think it's it's for, yeah for convention food, convention yeah. type food. It was pretty good. That was yeah. So that would be be my advice. Yeah, I would I, just pace yourself as well. Like, there's no need to bomb round and yeah. um, you know, do everything at breakneck. It's it's a slower at UKG. I find myself going, and I want to see that, and I want to see that. And you've had three days, and you still haven't seen what you wanted to see because you couldn't find it in the yeah um in the place, or you saw it on one day and then couldn't couldn't see it again, and you spend your whole time chasing around. Um, I would say it's one to just savor. Yeah, relax. You can just take your chill. time with it. Don't rush. Don't like. A lot of the time, people go to like UKG and things like that, and they have these lofty goals of I want to meet everyone. I want to play games with everyone. I want to see everyone. I want to do this. I want to do that. I'll do that. They're almost unrealistic expectations. Just enjoy it for the moment. Um, and if you see someone, great. Yeah, it's it's a. You're just there to enjoy and take it all in. I don't think you should ever really worry too much about everything, all those plans that you want. Do have a look at maps. Make sure you've 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 got an idea of where things are if you want to know where things are, if you want to kind of, if there's a specific thing that you need to or want. Um, yeah, I would say last year we went without really looking at any of the events. Yeah. So we just turned up on the day, went through the doors and went, oh, Okay, nice. We've got a hall of yeah. event vendors and and people trialing their games, etc. But we didn't go with any expectations. Whereas, at least now we've done a bit more research. We know things are going on in different areas, so we can go and find the things that we yeah. want to see. If we want to go and see the giant strike tournament, we can go to the Royal Hall and yeah, and see what's going on. Um, so I, the the website is very easy to navigate. I would definitely suggest going on there. They've got lots of um, frequently asked questions, um, which are quite helpful. But it does list all of the events that are happening. So I would maybe um, print off a copy of that um, if that's the kind of thing you're interested. But equally, if you just want to rock up, I'm sure you will fill your day with um, memorable things. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, um, yeah, it, I, I really like it. The, it's, it just, it feels like home. It's a homely family kind of feeling that you get from it and you can just sit and enjoy everybody's company. And it's far enough away from our house that it feels like a little holiday. Yeah, that's true. Whereas UKG feels like, well, we're just going half an hour down the road. Yeah. Which is <laughs> Doesn't true. feel quite yeah. so much like a holiday. <laughs> No. You can legitimately need to get a hotel from. Yeah, enjoy Harrogate. It's it's a lovely place. It's really oh, nice. Oh yeah, there's just... some beautiful buildings around there. Aren't there? Yeah, outside just... of the convention hall, we didn't ever explore it, but there's some beautiful buildings and some history yeah. there. I think so. Yeah, it is definitely good. do that. Aye. Okay. So what's next? Right. Well, uh, we're going to do something a little bit different. A little mm. bit different. Yeah. A bit. Um. We've done, been doing board game menus for a while, and that's good fun. Mm. And we're going to still keep doing them. But also what I want is people to send in their board game confessions. Mm. So we're getting some interesting. I asked out on Instagram for send us your uh, board game confessions, and I got some people. I got some people telling me things like... They don't like Catan. They don't like Catan. Catan is rubbish. 
I've heard. Mm. I heard. Somebody s- cheated in a game. Someone cheated. I've heard Scythe is overrated. <gasps> I mean, some people are wrong. Um, which is good. And I enjoy these uh, uh, confessions but that, we want, that you've sent. We want but more of a story, don't we? I want the story of the why like, and the how or what happened on the game. I want the drama. I want the drama. <laughs> Everything will be confidential. We will, uh, not, mention we will not mention your name. Uh, if you want to email it, we can have an email address that you can email them to instead. Then you can have it fully confidential. But uh, I'm going to read one that I found on the internet. And this is the sort of juicy content that I'm looking for. Okay. Are you ready? I haven't told anyone else, but... But I'm about to. (laughs) I I cheated over the weekend. What? That's awful. But what what does this have to do with board games? I haven't told anyone else this, but I cheated over the weekend. In a game of villainous. <sighs> Which I don't blame you because it's a trash game anyway. Oh, great. There was no end in sight. And after nearly one and a half hours, I gave in to temptation. Oh. <laughs> I was playing Scar and all I needed to do was wait one more round. As I had completed my wait? objective in the current one. I was required to shuffle my fate deck. After using an effect card that played my final card, so while the other three players were plotting together of what to do, I casually grabbed my fate deck and shuffled it under the table so that I stacked the deck. Hold on a minute. So this person is sat shuffling and nobody noticed? No. Well, he has to shuffle his deck. But did they not ask, like, what are you doing? Well, he had to shuffle his deck. So he always shuffles he, underneath the table? He snuck it under the table wow. to rearrange the deck. Okay. I arranged it so that the next few cards drawn would not remove any of the power I had accumulated. Well, that is that. I'm surprised I pulled it off. I haven't cheated in a game in years, but <laughs> I, I couldn't did. let it go and let this game go on anymore. Gosh. So yeah, that's um, that's a confession. That's cheating, cheating in a game. I'm sure people do that all the time, though. I don't. Do I'm, you? Not intentionally, but there's a difference, isn't there? There's a difference between cheating yeah, he's, intentionally. He's intentionally he's, done he's that. Inten- oh, I'm, it might be a she or they. Oh yeah, they've um, intentionally done that. Um, they just couldn't wait for the game to end, so yeah. they. So they got it over with them because it was lasting too long. But I agree. I like so. I feel. Well, yeah. I feel that when well, you're what, playing villainous, after about five minutes, you definitely played it for too long and really you wanted just say, to end. Look, I've really had enough of this game. Or like, be honest about it. You need to. Yeah, that's bad. It is, but that's what we want. If you can send an interesting story of a confession mm. of something that happened around the board game table. Did you cheat? Did you destroy someone else's game? Did you accidentally spill something so someone would leave a room? Did you ever pretend that you were playing Terraforming Mars and you had more resource cubes than you actually had to be able to play the cards? No, but someone's confession said that. Wow. Didn't it, listener? 
Um, oh my gosh. So yeah, uh, that's um, that was that's that's what I like. But yeah, um, I can't think of anything that I. No, I don't have any like. I like I've maybe cheated, but not intentionally. Yeah, like, well, that's I've it. Realized at the end. Oh, I did that. Yeah. And I oh, we played to. the rule wrong or something. But not like intentionally cheated someone out of a win. But that's it. <sighs> Yeah. Okay. Well, I look forward to hearing those. Yeah. So send us in your confessions. Send us in your uh, menus. And thank you very much for listening. And if you are headed to Aircon or this podcast has helped change your mind and made you want to go to Aircon, come, 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 um, come. come along. There are loads um, of tickets. Left, there's, sure. there's tickets available. And um, you can buy them on the door, I think, as well. You can, yeah. It's, it, it's one of the best. One of the best. Uh, Conventions in the UK. So even if you're abroad, come on over, yeah. fly in via yeah. helicopter specifically um, and come play games with us. Yeah. It's good. It's good fun. Um, so again, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, thank you for leaving your five star reviews. Please leave more five star reviews um, and stuff like that on your podcatcher of choice. And I. Yeah, uh, it's remember. been great. And thank you for sharing um, on Instagram and everything remember. as well. And remember to, to get, get into, into games. games.